You are now listening to Don't Listen to False Teachers Part 1 taught by Pastor Randall Crawford Sr. Please visit our website to listen to more messages like this one and subscribe to our newsletter at BethelHouseOfTruth.org. Again, that is BethelHouseOfTruth.org. Enjoy the message and God bless you. I want to welcome you all to Bethel House of Truth this Sunday service. Praise be to Yahweh, Yahshua in the highest. Amen. Don't listen to false teachers. Part 1. Don't listen to false teachers. Part 1. What makes someone a false teacher? Someone that don't teach the truth. What's the truth? The truth is... What's in these red lines here? The truth is the word of God. If someone strays from the word of God, they are not teaching the truth. If someone changes the word of God, they are not teaching the truth. If someone adds to the word of God, they are not teaching the truth. Book of Revelations, okay? Talks about how you're not supposed to take away or add to the word of God at all. If you do, you are considered a false prophet and you will be dealt with. By the Father. By the Father. Okay? That's why only people who are called to teach by God, by Christ, should teach. Anyone else who, who isn't called by God, who isn't God's anointing, or have that anointing from God, you shouldn't part your lips and say, I'm a teacher. Because teachers, pastors, come with a great responsibility. They really, really do. And there's nothing to play with at all. Christ warns us in Matthew 24. Let's go there right now. Matthew 24, 24. That's some quick hitters for you. Matthew 24, 24. Matthew 24, 24. Christ speaking. He's saying, before my return, before I come back at the seventh trump. Okay? There's going to be a lot of false prophets, a lot of false teachers. So Matthew 24, verse 24, if you have it, say glory to God. One verse. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets. There you go. Okay? One of these is Antichrist. False Christ is Antichrist. The other ones are the false prophets that work under the Antichrist. And shall show great signs and wonders in so much that if it were possible... They shall deceive the very elect. That is impossible. The very elect will not be deceived. We will never be deceived. For we know the truth and we carry the truth. And we keep the truth close to our hearts. Praise God. And we, we listen to our Father. Let's go to 1 John. 1 John. Some more quick hitters before we get into the meat of this message. 1 John chapter 4. And it reads. Beloved, believe not every spirit. Every Everyone that puts on a collar or wears a suit or wears a dress or a, a woman's suit, pantsuit and call themselves a pastor a bishop, an archbishop a teacher, an evangelist or whatever don't believe every spirit but try the spirits meaning discern the spirits whether they are of God because many false prophets are gone out into the world duh many Tons of them. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist whereof ye have that it should come 
and even now already is in the world. It's already here. That spirit of Antichrist is here. Christ warned us in Matthew 24, 24. I just read that to you. That that spirit's coming. That Antichrist himself is coming at the sixth trump, six seal, six vow. And that he has workers that work for him. That work for him. Posing as teachers of Jesus Christ. When they're fakes. For they do not teach the word of God. They teach from their heart and from their own lust. Verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Satan's in the world. His false teachers are in the world. But God lives in us, because we carry the truth. Amen? So we overcome, because Christ overcame. No matter what the situation is, we overcome. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world. And the world heareth them. So, because the world... Has the spirit of Antichrist and not the spirit of Yahweh, not the spirit of God Almighty and Jesus Christ, His Holy Spirit, because the world has the spirit of Antichrist and the spirit of error and the spirit of worldliness. They speak things of the world, and the people of the world flock to those churches that speak the things of the world. Understand why churches are full. We are of God, he that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth us not. Simple as that. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Which one do you have? The spirit of truth or the spirit of error? If you're in the church that don't teach what God, what Jesus Christ is proud of from Revelations 2 and Revelations 3. If you're not in the church that teach what Philadelphia taught, what Smyrna taught. You're in a false church. Simple as that. If you don't teach who the Kenites are. You're in a false church. If you don't teach the genealogy of Jesus Christ. You're in a wrong church. If you don't teach what happened in the garden. The truth about what happened in the garden. You're in the wrong church. If you're waiting on a rapture. You're in the wrong church. I'm going to make a whole bunch of friends. With this message. Matthew 7.15. couple more hitters. <laughs> couple more hitters. As um, my teacher would say when he was still alive, he would say, just making friends and influencing people. Matthew chapter 7, verse 15. This is the warning before I even get into the meat. To I, before I even get into what they do, actually. Okay? If a church, if you're in a church, and the church only speaks of prosperity, okay? It's not a church of God. Understand that, okay? It's not a church of God. We know that Christ taught, Seek ye the kingdom first, and all things will be added unto you. Kingdom building is what Christ speak, spoken of. He always spoke of that. Not put up a vision board and make it happen. <laughs> he didn't speak of that. Amen? If you're in a church and all they do is pass the plate, and then they pass it again, and then they pass it one more time, and then they say, That wasn't enough, we gotta do it again. We need an escalator. <laughs> Churches have escalators. <laughs> we need a new elevator. We need a new building, building. That's a building without a name. Okay, building, building. <laughs> That's what they call it. Just, just for extra money. Never 
putting the word of God out. Never putting the word of God out. Always keeping everything in. Verse 15 of this Matthew 7. Beware of false prophets. Christ speaks again. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. I mean, they look like sheep, but they're truly a wolf. They're truly a wolf. But inwardly, they are raging wolves. Raging wolves. Hear what I'm saying to you. Hear what Christ is saying to you. They mean you no good. Most false teachers are hirelings too. Most of them are hirelings, meaning there's a board that hired them, and they're there for an extended period of time. Five years, ten years. And after five years or ten years, if the people vote them back in, they can leave or they can stay. They get a package. They get, they get a house. They get credit cards. They get money every week, every month, or whatever the case may be. They get all a car for the pastor. All these things, a clothing allowance, everything. How does that affect the word of God? It does not. It just doesn't. Sixteen. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes on thorns or figs of thistles? No, they do not. Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. Yeah, it does, because they're corrupt. They're evil. They're not of God, not called of God. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. They just can't do it. Well, what about change? It's not in them to change. They don't want to change. A corrupt tree is a corrupt tree. Period. A good tree is a good tree. This is Christ saying this. So don't say, Pastor said they people can't change. I didn't say that. Christ said a corrupt tree. We're talking about false prophets here. False teachers. Why would you change if you're bringing in $30,000 every week? Or more. Or more. Church business is the second largest business next to drugs. Or more. What's there to change about? Who's going to correct you? If they go to Spotify, if these false pastors go to Spotify or iHeartRadio, or um, they see this message lit up saying, click on they click on it and they go, I ain't listening to that fool. They don't want to hear me, because I'm going to tell them, pastor the pastor, you're wrong. You're not called of God. You're fake. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. What fire? Lick of fire. Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. You've got to know. You have to know. You have to know. A falsehood teacher, someone that says, I'm a pastor, I'm an archbishop. And then four years later, they get busted for sleeping with little kids or sleeping with little boys. Know their fruit. Amen? Know their fruit. Know what's wrong. I'm a pastor. I'm a teacher. Two months later, they're driving a Bentley. Most of your congregation got a beat-up car. What's the problem? We got a problem. We have a problem. No one speaks with boldness today. Paresia in the Greek. No one speaks with boldness today. No one's going to tell the pastor 
that they're wrong. Because if they do, they go to the extreme. They go to the extreme and it's on YouTube. <laughs> or whatever. And it's a mess. Let's go to Jeremiah 14. Let's let God speak now. Jeremiah 14. If a church only gives you two verses on Sunday and a lot of and hook. Right? Guess what? They're not called of God. Usually their aunt or their uncle or their daddy or their grandma called them. Okay? Usually. It's a mess. Most pastors don't like me. Okay? They just don't. Can I tell it like a T.I. is? Okay? And they don't they don't like that. They don't like that at all. You're messing up the circle of trust. <laughs> You're messing it up. I don't care. Right is right, wrong is wrong, amen? And everyone's going to have to answer for what they do. They really are. So unless you're called of God, don't put the label pastor or teacher on your cup. Unless you're called of God, don't wear a hat that says, I am a pastor or I am a teacher. Don't set up a church when there's really a Bethlehem. It's not a Bethel, house of God. It's a Bethlehem, a house without God. Jeremiah 14, 10, if you have it, say glory to God. Glory and it reads, thus saith the Lord Yahweh, Adonai Yahweh, in the Hebrew tongue, unto this people... Thus have they loved to wonder. The word love to wonder here, this phrase here, means they love to go away from God's truth, these people. They love to go away from it instead of staying in it. This is how you know someone's not called of God. They have not refrained their feet. They didn't think about it and come back. They kept going forward. They kept going away from God's truth. Therefore, the Lord Yahweh doth not accept them. So if he don't accept them, you shouldn't accept them. Amen? He will now remember their iniquity and visit their sins. He will now remember their iniquity, their sins, and visit their sins. So before, when they were just trying to do a thing, and they never came back. They kept going further away from God instead of repenting. God says, if you repent, I'm going to forget what you're doing. If you do things right, I'm going I'm to I'm accept your repentance. I'm going to give you grace and mercy. That's our Father. He's loving. But because they kept going away from me, and they loved it, and they loved to wonder, and they didn't refrain their feet. They didn't say, I think I'm making a mistake. It has kept going away from God further and further with traditions of men, with lies, which make void the word of God. Amen. 11. Then said the Lord, Yahweh, unto me, pray not for this people for their good. Listen, you can't pray for everybody. And I got a whole message called who to pray for. You can't pray for everybody. You just can't. Because some people don't want your prayers. Okay, first of all. And second of all, if they're wrong and they're and they're habitual about it and they're convicted in their habitualness, these false teachers, you can't pray for them. It says, pray not. Don't pray for them that they want because they don't want to change. They prefer sin 
they rather wonder, they rather be worldly than to do things God's way. It's a problem. We have a problem. Not only in America, we have a problem in the world. When it comes to false teachers, when it comes to false churches, it's a problem. Verse 12. When they fast, I will not hear their cry. And when they offer burnt offerings and an oblation, I will not accept them. But I will consume them by the sword, by the word of my mouth, and by the famine and by pestilence. <clears throat> then said I, O Lord God, behold, the prophets say unto them, Ye shall not see the sword, neither shall ye have famine, but I will give you assured peace in this place. You see what the prophets are doing, these false prophets? They're, God's telling Jeremiah to prophesy one thing to them. And these false prophets are telling them another thing. Oh, you won't. Don't worry about what Jeremiah is saying. Don't worry about what the anointed of God saying from God's lips. Don't worry about it. You're going to only have peace. God's not going to give you this word. God's a merciful God. Don't listen to Jeremiah. God's not in his wrath like that. He's not really that upset. You don't have to understand revelations. You don't have to understand what's going on in the word of God. You don't have to listen to Christ when he talks about the return, when his return at the seventh trump. You don't need to know what happens before his return at the seventh trump. You just keep waiting on the rapture. That's all you need to do. Peace is coming to you. Just keep giving an offering. Keep paying your tithes. Let's do something religious. Let's pass the plate. That's the only religious thing they do. In their minds. Passing the plate. 14. Then the Lord Yahweh said unto me. The prophets prophesy lies in my name. They prophesy. I sent them not. Neither have I commanded them. Neither spake unto them. They prophesy unto you. A false vision. And divinations. And a thing of naught. In the deceit of their heart. Right from their own heart. It's not from God's mouth. It's not from God's spirit. It's not from God's word. It's from their own mouth. They're liars. They're prophet liars. God's not pleased. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Yahweh, concerning the prophets that prophesy in my name, and I sent them not. I did not call them. They're not called by me. They're called by Uncle Eddie. They're called by Grandma Bam. They're called by Aunt Susan. They're not called of God at all. Yet they say, sword and famine shall not be in the land. By sword and famine shall those prophets be consumed. Goodbye. Simple as that. Watch this, verse 16 to close this chapter out. Or where we're going to stop anyway for today in this chapter. And the people to whom they prophesied shall be cast out in the streets of Jerusalem. Now hold up. How do people get involved in this? The people are the people who are listening to a Sadish teacher. Sadish in the Hebrew means stupid. Okay? That's exactly what it means. I'm not holding any punches. I'm not holding anything back. This is a serious topic. Your soul depends on it. Whether you go to hell or whether you make it into eternal life. Your soul depends on it. False prophet? I think not. Don't listen to him. God's about to say something here. And he's saying, verse 16 again. And the people to whom... They prophesy shall be cast out in the streets of Jerusalem because of the famine 
and the sword, and they shall have none to bury them, them their wives, nor their sons, nor their daughters. For I will pour their wickedness upon them because they're listening to someone who's not their father. They're listening to someone who's not called of God. They're listening to someone I did not anoint. It's a problem. It's a huge problem. These churches today are leading people directly to the Antichrist. To the first Christ that comes. That's a problem. Yahweh wants you to see here that these false teachers are not called by his holy name. They speak in their own name. Yahweh saying, if you listen to them, you will be taken. You will be taken. By the first Christ that come. And you will take on their punishment as well. So it's best to know. Whether your teacher is from Yahweh. Or from Satan. Or from the world. Or from self. Now let's clarify something here. If they're. If your teacher that you're listening to today is of the world, it's from Satan. If your teacher that you're listening to today is from themselves, it's still from Satan. The only way is from God is if God has called them. If God has not called them, you're in a bad church, which will leave a bad taste and a bad stain on your soul. Your soul and your life and your blessings depend on your courage on your courage. Jeremiah 23. Verse 9. Listen to God. He's the only one you should be listening to. God Almighty. That's it. So that's Jeremiah 23 verse 9. Alright. And it reads. My heart within me is broken because of the prophets. Listen to, listen to God. Yes. God has a heart. He loves harder than anyone you'll ever meet. Okay? He loves extremely hard. Okay? My heart within me is broken because of the prophets. All my bones shake. I am like a drunken man. And like a man whom wine have overcome. I'm stumbling. I can't think clear. It bothers me so much. This is Jeremiah speaking for God. But this is how Jeremiah feels as well. Because of the Lord Yahweh and because of the words of his holiness. See, when God gives his prophet, his teacher, his pastor, the word, okay, and it's in them. He places it in their heart and in their spirit and in their mind. They already know what's going to happen. The word is already in there. So when it comes out, they're like, and Jeremiah's like, Lord, this is what you want me to say? God's like, yeah. Tell them. For the land is full of adulterers. For because of swearing, the land mourneth. The pleasant places of the wilderness are dried up, and their course is evil, and their force is not right. What is God saying here? Let's break it down. Yahweh's saying the prophet. Is it doing? They're not doing their job. My people are going astray because they're listening to lies. They're listening to lies, okay. And they're listening to wicked spirits, not from not from God at all. He's saying, "I'm hurt 
my my true prophets have hurt me. The ones that I set up have hurt me. They went astray. So if there's a whole bunch of adultery in the land, what aren't the teachers doing? They're not warning people. They're not telling them, get, get it together. Amen? It's a problem. Verse 11. Watch this. For both prophet and priest are profane. That's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yea, in my house have I found their wickedness, saith the Lord Yahweh. Therefore, their way shall be unto them as slippery ways. In the darkness they shall be driven out and fall therein, for I will bring evil upon them. Even the year of their visitation, saith the Lord. This is, this is serious. It's very serious. He's saying, I'm bringing evil upon them. Now, what stops God's wrath? What stops it? Repentance, change, amen? Again, like he said in Jeremiah, he said earlier in Jeremiah 14, he says, they don't want to get right. They're going further and further and further away from me. That's a problem. We're going to get to this visitation here too. And I have seen folly. I have seen folly in the prophets of Samaria. They prophesied in Baal. Baal's a false god. Why are you prophesying in Baal? Don't you know better? Don't you know right and wrong? Don't you know that Baal's a false god? The, one the, the first commandment basically says, Thou shalt worship, put nothing before me. Period. You're breaking the commandment. But they don't care. They do not care. They prophesy in Baal and cause my people Israel to error. Cause them to error. Yahweh saying these false prophets are causing my people to go astray by their lies. So if you believe in what they say, trouble will come your way. Mm, that rhymes. <laughs> because you should know your true father's voice over some imposter, even Satan. If you don't know God's voice, you got work to do. You got a lot of work to do. Again, your soul depends on it. 14. I have seen also in the prophets of Jerusalem an horrible thing. They commit adultery and walk in lies. They strengthen also the hands of evildoers. Why? Because they, they don't correct them. If a church does not correct you, it's not a church of God. That none doth return from his wickedness. What brings about change? Correction. Correction does. They are all of them unto me as Sodom and the inhabitants thereof of Gomorrah. Now we know what took place in Sodom and Gomorrah. That's pretty bad for God to say. That's a pretty bad thing to label people with. These false teachers, they're evildoers. They walk in lies and adultery. So the same thing basically that was going on back then is going on today. The same exact thing. Pastors sleeping with people in the church and they should not be sleeping with people in the church. Pastors sleeping with um, other men's wives in the church. The female pastor sleeping with the young men in the church. Committing all types of adultery. All types of fornication. It's horrible. It's not of God. He said it's like Solomon Gomorrah. These false teachers will not correct my people at all. 
as a true teacher should and does. They want them so happy that they could do that religious thing again and pass the plate. That's all they want them to do is pass the plate and keep, oh, don't, don't tell them they're doing wrong because they ain't going to give. We got to keep these seats filled. Me personally, I don't care if you're here or if you're not here. You, you, I don't care. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter to me. It just doesn't. I only want people here who want to be here. Amen? If you don't want, listen, if you don't want to be here, that's on you. If you do want to be here, that's on you too. I let God deal with everybody in his own time. In his own time. I have a job to do. I'm not going to stray from it at all. These people, these false teachers will not correct people because they want to make sure that they got money coming in. That's horrible. That's really, really bad. It's really bad. Personally, I love correcting people. It's what I love to do, right? <laughs> It's, it's, it's part of life. It's what you're supposed to do. 15. Therefore, thus saith the Lord Yahweh of hosts, concerning the prophets, behold, I will feed them with what? Wormwood, this bitterness. And make them drink the water of gall. That's also bitterness. For from the prophets of Jerusalem, it's profane, it's gone forth into all the land. That's a problem. That's a problem. Thus saith the Lord Yahweh of hosts, Hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you. They make you vain. They make you empty. There's n I'm not in you because you're listening to them. I'm not with you because you're listening to them. Why are you giving all your money, your hard-earned money, to a church that don't teach my truth? I am not there. Sixteen. Thus saith the Lord Yahweh of hosts, hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you. They make you vain. They speak a vision of their own heart and not out of the mouth of the Lord Yahweh. They say still unto them that despise me. He's saying peace unto them that despise me. If you despise God, do you think you're really going to have peace? Hmm? If you got a problem with God, do you think you're really going to have peace? They're not correcting them. If someone tell me they got a problem with God, you got a problem with me. Okay? And that's just straight up. Because I'm pro-God. I am for God. I am for Christ. I'm for Christ. If, I, if I'm in a place and someone starts talking bad about God, they might get popped in the face. For real. Because I am for God. I am for Christ. Some people would just be like, I guess they don't like God. You can't defend your father? You can't defend Christ? You can't tell him a word? You can't tell him something? It don't have to be a pop in the face, but you can't tell him something? You know they need a pop in the face, right? To talk bad about Yahweh, he who died for you on the cross. They say, I read that already. They say still unto them 
that despise me. The Lord Yahweh have said, Ye shall have peace. And they say unto everyone that walketh after the imagination of his own heart, No evil shall come unto you. Now hold on. If you're walking after the imagination of your own heart, you're not thinking about God. How could you serve God? How could you be a kingdom builder if you're only walking after the imagination of your own heart? It's just like the mess is selfish. Because you're only being selfish, amen? You can't serve God when you're only thinking about the, the things of your heart, the things of your mind. The pastor's not going to correct you. The teacher's not going to correct you. They want to keep you happy. So they're going to make everything syrupy sweet. Everything. And they're not going to correct you. But if you are called of God, if you have the anointing of God, the spirit of God, and God says, I called you. Guess what? You're supposed to correct those who need correction. Amen? And if they don't like it, that's too bad. God's going to deal with you. For who have stood in the counsel of the Lord Yahweh? You can't counsel God. And have perceived and heard his words. Who have marked his word and heard it? Watch this. Behold, a whirlwind of the Lord Yahweh is gone forth in fury. Even a grievous whirlwind, it shall fall grievously upon the head of the wicked. Who's the wicked? These false prophets. And who, who else is the wicked? We know the wicked is Satan, then you got the false prophets. And then you have those people who listen to the false prophet. They are categorized as the wicked. Well, I thought I was just going to a church, and it was a big church, and, and everyone was there, and everyone was praising God. But is it God? Is it truth being taught? 20. The anger of the Lord Yahweh shall not return until he have executed, until he have performed the thoughts of his heart. In the latter days, ye shall consider it perfectly. Woo! Hmm. Here's that. Latter day. The latter days, the final generation. Guess what? You live in it. You're living in this final generation. You're living in the latter days. What is he speaking of? You're going to consider it perfectly. Hey, hold your place here. Hold your place right here. We're going to go to Revelations 6. Hold your place in Jeremiah. Revelation 6. Now we know the, the seals, which we're going to read here, are not in order. And they're not in order for a reason. Because Christ, Yahweh, the Spirit, I want you and John want you to understand what comes first. So watch this. So Revelation 6, 1, for two verses. And then we're going to skip down to verse 12. And I saw when the Lamb, Jesus Christ, he's the only one who opened these seals. Opened one of the seals, the first seal. So what's the first seal? The first thing you should be worried about and concerned with. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, the voice of God. One of the four beasts saying, come and see. This word come and see is come and see with understanding. Don't be stupid about it. Come and see with understanding. Put your thinking cap on. Your soul depends on it. And I saw and behold a white horse. Christ returns on a white horse. And, he's, and he that sat on him had a bow 
This word bow in the Greek is taxon. Taxon. And it means cheap. It's a cheap fabric imitation. An imitation? An imitation of the real bow, which is around the throne of God. So we know we got a knockoff here. We know we have a knockoff. And we understand that where there's a knockoff, there's the devil. Always posing. Always airbrushing Satan. And a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Hmm. So you got toxin, you got a you got that bow. So we know we're speaking here of Antichrist at the sixth seal, sixth trump, sixth vow. Again, the seals are not in order. Let's go all the way down. He wants you to see who comes first. He wants you to see who comes first. Watch this. Verse 12. Now we're, we're at the sixth seal. Okay? I just read you the first seal. In the first seal, the rider who rode that white horse looked like Jesus, but it wasn't Jesus. Had a, a bow, but it was toxin, a cheap fabric imitation of the true bow of God. That's around God's throne. Antichrist is the first writer. Satan himself, that false teacher, the false prophet of all false prophets. 12. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig casteth her untimely figs. Why is it untimely? Because the whole world, the whole world believes that the first Christ, the first rider that came was the true Christ. But it was not the true Christ, it was the false Christ. That's why it's untimely. They're like, what is this? Who is this? When she is shaken of a mighty wind, Ruach, the Spirit of God, making things happen, shaking it up. And the heaven departed as a scroll. When it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth, you know what this kings of the earth is? The kings of the earth, these are the pastors, the super, the super churches, the kings of the earth. Watch this. And the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in dens and in the rocks of the mountains. Why are they, why are they hiding? Because you, you have these, these kings of the earth, which led all these people to the first rider on the first white horse that came, who carried that first false bow. And said unto the mountains and the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who's sitting on this next horse. That sitteth on the throne. Who sits on the throne? God, Christ. And from the wrath of the Lamb. There you go. The Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. The true teacher. The true shepherd. For the great day of his wrath has come. And who shall be able to stand? I'll tell you who will be able to stand. Those who know this truth. Those who understand God's elect. Those people who are not in a false church. Those people who are not being taught by a false teacher. Praise God. You are blessed if you hear what I'm saying today. If you're hearing your father's voice, you're blessed. 
Verse 21 back in Jeremiah 23. God speaking. That's that latter day we're talking about. And they will consider it perfectly. They will know that they screwed up. That's why they want rocks and and, and um, boulders to fall in their head so they can die. Because they don't want to face the true Christ. What does Christ say when people come up to him and they say, I prophesied in your name. I cast out demons in your name. Away from me, I never knew you. But this time he's going to have fire in his eyes. 21. And I have not sent these prophets, yet they ran. I have not spoken unto them, yet they prophesied. Well, prophesied. But if they had stood in my counsel and had caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned them from their evil ways and from the evil of their doing. But no, they, have not, they did not turn them from the evil of their doing because all they care about is money. All they care about is fame. That's it. Am I a God at hand, saith the Lord Yahweh, and not a God afar off? Yahweh saying, I'm right here. Seek me, not them. Not these false preachers and teachers. Seek me. I'm right here. Even though I'm far away in heaven on my throne, I'm still right here. Seek me. Why do you go to someone else? Can any hide himself in a secret place? That I shall not see him or her. Saith the Lord Yahweh. Do not I feel heaven and earth questions. Saith the Lord Yahweh. Yahweh is great. You can't hide from him. He knows exactly what everyone's doing. At every given moment. That's why he's judge. He is judge alone. I have heard what the prophet said. That prophesy lies in my name. They prophesy in my name. Saying, I have dreamed. I have dreamed. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets? That prophesy lies. That prophesy lie. Let's, let's make a compound word here. Okay? Let's make it come together right. <laughs> Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor, as their father hath forgotten my name for Baal, as they go chase other religions instead of sticking with me. Because you're encouraging them to do whatever they want to do. It's a problem, friend. We live in a bad time. A very bad time. The prophet that hath a dream, let him tell a dream. You tell your dream, go ahead. And he that hath my word, let him speak my word faithfully. Amen. Amen. What is the, the chaff to the wheat? When, you, when, you're try, when you're beating the wheat, you're beating it to get the chaff off of it because we have no use for the chaff at all. We get rid of it. Amen. But you got to beat it real hard for it to come off the wheat. The wheat is what we need. The wheat is what God needs. It's what makes everything that we eat. Not that Zawan crap. Amen. That poisonous stuff. But the chaff, we break off. We beat it. We beat it. We beat it. We beat it. Till it all falls off and it goes into the fire. That's why he would say, what is the chaff to the wheat? There's no comparison. Say if the Lord Yahweh. It's not my word like a fire. Yeah. 
saith the Lord Yahweh, like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces, your false rock that you stand on, it will crush it, your foundation, when I strike. Glory to God. Therefore, behold, I am against the prophet, saith the Lord Yahweh, that steal my words, every one from his neighbor. Meaning, they don't teach my truth. They're stealing. Behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord Yahweh, that use their tongues and say, He saith. Behold, I am against Ia God's sacred name. I am against them that prophesy false dreams, saith the Lord Yahweh, and do tell them and cause my people to error by their lies and by their um, lightness. Yet I sent them not, nor commanded them. Therefore, they shall not profit this people at all, saith the Lord Yahweh. He's saying, I didn't send them. And they're lying to them by their lightness. This is an interesting verse. By their lightness. Their lightness. Sweet, soft words. And, and a lot of churches, they don't even talk about sin. They don't talk about what someone's doing. You know why? Because they don't have discernment to do so. Okay? They don't talk about what goes on. They just talk about sweetness. If you look to the sky and you look real high, I guarantee you fly. If you hold the water in your hand like a bowl, you'll never go thirsty. God's with you. He loves you. Can I get an amen? This dude just murdered somebody. He like, amen, pastor, amen. This dude crazy. He don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> he don't know what I'm doing. This dude's a drug dealer. Oh my goodness. Amen, Pastor. Amen. I like this church. This guy has no discernment at all. He can't tell. He can't tell Satan on me. <laughs> he, he don't understand. <laughs> he can't tell at all. Amen, Pastor. Amen. Bunch of fools. Bunch of fools. Sweet and syrupy. Soft words. Soft words. I know God understands. He understands. He understands exactly what you go through. But I guarantee you, if you put your trust in him, he's going to lift you up again and you'll be blessed again. You'll be on a higher level than you was before. I mean level on top of level on top of level because the Lord is good. Now, Pastor Plate, do something religious. Amen, Pastor. He don't know I'm sleeping with his wife, do he? Amen. A mess. A straight mess. No discernment at all. Only thinking about the dollar bill. Y'all. <laughs> That's all he's thinking. That's all he's thinking about. It's a mess. They're bragging about their cars, their houses, their boats, their money, their jewelry, their credit cards, their clothes, their worldliness, their lustfulness. Never teaching my truth, only teaching what's enticing to people, what's enticing to their flesh. With desiring words. It's pretty sad. It hurts my heart. Thirty-three. And when this people or the prophet, or a priest, 
shall ask thee, saying, What is the burden of the Lord? Here we go. What's the burden of Yahweh? Thou shalt then say unto them, What burden? Question. I will even forsake you, saith the Lord Yahweh. And this solidifies Psalm 34. And as for the prophet and the priest and the people that shall say, The burden of the Lord Yahweh, I will even punish that man and his house. God don't give burdens. False teachers give burdens. Amen. False churches give burdens. God don't put burdens on people. False churches do. With their begging. And their plate passing. They're putting Yahweh's children in debt. By making them feel guilty. That's not of Yahweh at all. That's of Satan. That's mankind all day. Yahweh's truth lifts burdens. And gives hope and blessings. Never burden. The burden comes because you want to be blessed so bad. That the pastor's gassing your head so much. That you got to give. If you want God to dig deep into his blessing pot, his his Santa Claus genie bag, and you want to, and you got that means you gotta give. I'm gonna start five thousand dollars. I'm gonna start it. I need everybody to put in five thousand. If you ain't got five, you can put in four thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine. <laughs> you could do that. You gotta dig deep for the Lord. What mortgage? You ain't got to worry about that. What car payment? You ain't got to worry about that. God's going to take care of it. None of that's true. It's all a lie. These are the burdens that they put on people. And it's sad. It's extremely sad. But why, why are humans so sadish though? Why are they so stupid and slow? You can't discern that the person you're listening to is not called of God. You have that much strong delusion on you? God lifts burdens. False teachers, false churches give you burdens. They will allow you to go in debt as long as that plate is full. They do not care at all. Well, what about my me what about my medicine? I got I gotta pay for it. Well, if you put the money in the pot, God's gonna take care of your health. Dig deep. That how it work. That how it work. Seriously, that how it work. But that's how they get old people. That's how they get elderly people. That's how they get people who just sit at home and watch TV all day long and all night long. Put in the pot, send an offering, and I'm going to send you some holy water from Jerusalem. I'm going to send you holy water from Jerusalem. And I'm going to cut off a piece of my shirt today and anoint it. And send it to you in the mail. You just got to pay for the postage. <laughs> just a mess. That's how ridiculous it is out there, though. Isn't that? 
36. And the burden of the Lord Yahweh shall ye mention no more. For every man's word shall be his burden. For ye have perverted the words of the living God. Of the Lord Yahweh of hosts our God. What shalt thou say to the prophet? What hath the Lord Yahweh answered thee? And what hath the Lord Yahweh spoken? But since ye say the burden of the Lord Yahweh, therefore thus saith the Lord Yahweh, Adonai Yahweh, because ye say this word, the burden of the Lord Yahweh, and I have sent unto you, saying, ye shall not say the burden of the Lord Yahweh, therefore behold, I even I, that's emphatic, meaning it's coming directly from God, will utterly forget you and will forsake you in the city that I gave you and your fathers and cast you out of my presence. When you're out of God's presence, that's not a good thing. You are in the presence of Satan, and that's a problem. You are free meat to him. And I will bring an everlasting reproach upon you and a perpetual shame which shall not be forgotten. Praise God. There's no way around this. Either you go, either you're gonna ask God to lead you to the right church, or you're gonna keep church hopping. You can't go to a church because it's a big one. What are you two? You can't go to a church because the pastor's handsome. What are you lustful? You can't go, you can't go to a church. Because you like the women in the seats. You can't go to a church because it's filled with men. You got to go to church for the right reason. If you already got wrong reasons in your head why you want to go to church, you have strong delusion. And it's going to stick with you. Period. Let's go to 2 Timothy. Almost done. One more place after this and we're done. 2 Timothy 4, 1. Paul speaking, my friend, and it reads, I charge thee therefore, behold, God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing at his kingdom. What appearing? We just read that in um, Revelation chapter 6. We just read that. We know that false one comes first, okay? If he's going to be doing some judging, okay? He's going to judge the quick and the dead, spiritually dead, okay? Those who are quick and aren't spiritually dead, they're spiritually alive, amen? He's going to be doing some judging when he returns. And if you end up worshiping the false Christ because you followed a false church, because you followed a false teacher, because you won't check people out. I, t I always tell people, new people, old people, people in between, always check me out. I can make a mistake. Always check me out. Always check me out. Watch this. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, 
Always be on duty. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with long-suffering and doctrine. What does it say the teacher's supposed to do? Always be ready. Always be on duty, no matter what. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. Do your job as a teacher. Amen? Do your job. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. They will not endure the truth. Sound doctrine is the truth. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itchy ears. So listen to what's going on today in this found generation. It's been going on, but it's even worse today. Paul saying to Timothy, you got to teach with fire. You got to rebuke. You got to exhort. You got to um, build up and you got to tear down. And you got to be long-suffering, okay, in the doctrine of Christ. For there's a time coming where no one will endure the truth, sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers. So what are they doing? They're looking for teachers that are syrupy sweet. They're looking for churches that will not correct their ways. They're looking for churches so that they can stay the same exact way. Instead of changing. Teachers having itchy ears. That just sounds nasty. Itchy ears. Know what that means? Hmm? That means the devil's whispering in their ear. That's exactly what that means. Having itchy ears. Now don't don't go off, because people are so literal. Don't go off and be like, oh my God, Satan talking my ear itches. Don't 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 do that. No one said that. Just because your ear itch don't mean the devil's whispering to you in your ear. Okay? You gotta be you gotta be wiser than that. I'm glad you cleared that up because my ear always itch. Try a Q-tip. Four. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth. There you go. And shall be turned into fable stories. They go to church just to hear stories. They go to church to be motivated. They go to church just to be motivated. If you want to be motivated, cut YouTube on. It's a lot of motivational speakers up there. We go to church to learn of God. To be better, to change, to peel back that smelly onion. That's why we go to church, to get right, to be right, so that God can use us in these latter times. Amen? We don't go to church to drive your best vehicle on Sunday so you can show everybody. We don't go to church for bragging. We go to church humbly with the humble spirit to learn of God. That's what we do. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of the ministry. Amen. And you speak to how many people you can, wherever you can. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time for my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight, and it is a fight. And it, listen, it is a fight. You are fighting forces, okay, that come directly from the devil. You are fighting forces. When you have members and the members go astray, they go astray, they go astray. Sometimes they're in, sometimes they're out, sometimes they're in, sometimes they're out, sometimes they're here and they're not even here. 
Sometimes their mind just goes astray. That's Satan playing on those members. And you have to understand that. You're fighting a fight. But it better be a good fight because you will always overcome when Jesus is your shepherd. Amen. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Don't let no one take your faith from you. To close this chapter out. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing at the seventh trump. Not talking about the ones who said in Revelation 6, 12 through um, 17, hide me. From the, from the one who sits on the throne, from the second rider on the second horse. Hide me from the Lord, for we cannot deal with his wrath. Hide me. Rocks fall on me. Someone kill me, because I can't face the wrath of the true Christ. We're not in that category. We know truth. We teach truth here in Bethel, house of God. We teach truth here. And guess what? Guess what? We love his appearing. We love his appearing at the seven trumps. So we say, come, Lord Jesus, come. Glory to God. And understand that. Paul's saying we must teach the truth no matter what. Because there's coming a time when people won't want to hear truth at all. They're going to prefer a lie and whatever moves them to feel good. We live in that age right now. People go to church for the wrong reason. They rather hear lies than truth from Yahweh that brings in true change. And guess what? A false teacher, a false prophet, a false shepherd, a false church will gladly oblige. Okay? They will gladly give you all the lies you can handle. Amen? They absolutely will. In closing, Matthew 23. There's two parts to this. We'll get the other part next Sunday. And closing, Matthew 23, verse 1. Watch this. Christ speaking here. We're gonna we're gonna end with the shepherd, the true teacher. Of all teachers, Jesus Christ, God Himself. Emmanuel, God with us. Melchizedek, Melchizedek, King, King of the just, King of God's elect, King of kings, Lord of lords. He is the priest, a priest. That's why he can teach best. Then spake Jesus to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, the scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the scribes sit in Moses' in Moses' in Moses' seat. They sit in his seat. What does, he, what does he mean by they sit in his seat? They're making up laws. Moses is the law. They're sitting in his seat making up new laws. Again, traditions of men make void the word of God. All therefore... Whatsoever they bid you observe, 
Why is Christ telling them to do whatever these false teachers tell them to do? Because Christ don't want them getting kicked out of the synagogue. Because if you get kicked out of the synagogue at this time, it's like losing your, your, um, your welfare. You get no food stamps, you get no medical, you get no nothing. Nothing at all. When they kick you out, you're out. So we're saying, be wiser than the serpent. That observe and do, but do not ye after their works. Do what they tell you to do, but don't do what they do. You understand? For they say and do not. They tell you to do something, but they won't even do it themselves. For they bind heavy burdens. There you go, the burden of the Lord. They bind heavy burdens and grievous to be born. You can't carry that. You can't carry that. And lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. They won't even blow on it. That's how lazy and horrible they are. These teachers. Christ is likening false teachers of today to the Pharisees and Sadducees and scribes of yesterday. But all their works they do for to be seen of men. They love to be seen of men. They make broad their um, philanthropies and enlarge the borders of their garments. Their, their, philanthropies, their, their philanthropies are what phylacteries. That's a tough word to say. You'll get it. I'm humble enough to say that. It's the border of their, their priest's garment. And they make it very large. Make way, make way, the priest is coming. So, I'll make way if they're truly a priest of God. If they're not a priest of God, I'm not really making way. I'm going to keep moving, okay? The word supposed to stop for a false priest? I don't think so. Watch this. Six. And love the uppermost rooms of at feast and the chief seats in the synagogues and greetings in the markets and to be called of men, rabbi, rabbi, teacher, teacher. They love when people swoon all over them, okay? I'm the opposite. I don't like that. I run from people. Literally run. Unless the spirits say stop, it's hammer time. You got to listen to them. Then I listen to him. Other than that, I'm gone. But be ye not called rabbi, for one is your master, even Christ. You have one teacher. And all ye are brethren. And call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. You have one father, God Almighty. Call no man father. Neither be ye called master, for one is your master, even Christ. Do you see? They call false prophets today teacher, bishop, archbishop. Okay? They call them um, master. They call priest father. Father, is there enough beings to go around? Father. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm not calling you father. We have one father. His name is God. We have one master. That's done away with. Right? One master, Jesus Christ. 
The other stuff is done away with. Praise God. Juneteenth is real. Here we go. <laughs> but he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. The one who serves others. Amen. And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. Humble is the key, friend. And he that shall humble himself shall be exalted by God. I added that last part because that's what it is. It's exactly what it is. But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. You make it so hard to get in. For ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. The problem we have here is this. There's so many traditions according to man. What did Christ say? You must do to get into heaven Believe Well if you're wearing that skirt You can't get in Well, well if you got makeup on You can't get in Well if, well, if you're shacking You can't get in Well if you're, if you're um, If you don't pay your tithes Fully you can't get in If you're a drug user You can't get in if you're an alcoholic, you can't get into heaven. They make it so hard to get in. It's a wonder churches are filled. It really is. It's a wonder churches are filled because there's so many laws on top of the laws of God. You tell you telling me I can't I can't wear LeBron's the church? That's a problem? It's too godly. You're too godly. You're too worldly, I mean. You can't wear LeBron to church. I have to wear a suit. I have to dress up every Sunday. I can't have a girlfriend. I can't have a boyfriend. If it leads to marriage, yeah, you can. But you were in here with Kim, Susan, you were in here with a lot of different people. It's a problem. It's a huge problem. You can't get into heaven. I didn't know God made us second class citizens. Right? I, I just didn't know that. I thought repentance and change and believing in Jesus Christ gets you into heaven. Am I right? Of course I'm right. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. They're hypocrites because what they're asking people to do, they don't do themselves. For ye devour widows' houses, you pray on them, and for pretense make long prayer, therefore ye shall receive the greater damnation. Because you... You're making it seem like you're helping them when you really don't care. You're just robbing them. Why would you rob a widow? Why would you take advantage of the elderly? Why would you take advantage of the sick? You know what type of person you have to be to do something like that? 
Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye compass sea and land to make one proselyte. That's, that is a Greek Jewish person who goes out around the whole world and they convert other people to the ways of the Pharisees and Sadducees. That's what that is. And when he is made, ye make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. Christ didn't hold nothing back, friend. Not one thing did he hold back. So why should I hold back? Hmm? Why, why shouldn't I tell it like it is? Right? You make them worse than you. You make them twofold more the child of hell than you. You go and knock it on people's doors. You go over here. You, you, you're calling people through the television late at night, two in the morning. Saying the Lord's talking to you. He's talking to you today, this morning. The Lord is telling you to plant a seed in your life. A life, a seed of love and a seed of growth. God's going to give it to you if you give it to God. That's, that's what I'm telling you to do. All you have to do is cut the TV off. Let's cut it off. Change the channel. Woe unto you, ye blind guides, which say, Whosoever shall swear by the temple, it is nothing. But whosoever shall swear by the gold, oh, there's always lust somewhere, of the temple, he is a debtor. The temple is nothing. The temple is the temple of God. The temple is what makes the gold holy. See where their minds are, right? Ye fools and blind. For whether is greater, the gold or the temple that sanctifieth the gold? Question. And whatsoever shall and whosoever shall swear by the altar is nothing. But whosoever sweareth by the gift that is upon it, he is guilty of sin. Ye fools, ye blind. For whether it's greater, the gift or the altar that sanctifieth the gift. The altar. It's always been the altar. All they care about is the gift. That's it. Whoso therefore shall swear by the altar, sweareth by it, and by all things thereon. Deceiving God. And whoso swear by the temple sweareth by it, and by him that dwelleth therein. God, Yahweh, Yahweh. And he that sweareth by heaven sweareth by the throne of God, and by him that sitteth thereon. God, Yahweh. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye pay tithe of mint, and anized, and cumin, and have omitted the weighter matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought ye to have done and not to leave the others undone. So only thing they're worried about, I want you to see that this is clear. They're worried about the tithe. They're worried about the offering. They're worried about what people give so that their mother and their family, when someone's supposed to be taking care, this is so bad. When someone's supposed to be taking care of their, their mother, or their parents who are elderly and they can't take care of them no more, but the kids can take care of them. They give the money to the church and the church takes care of the parents. How much of that do you really think the parents are seeing? 
Not a lot, right? So they take away the matters of the law. Judgment, right? Mercy, faith. These things are to be taught, but they're not being taught. It's a problem. Ye blind guides, which strain at a net to swallow a camel. Woo! You strain at a net, the smallest truth, but you'll swallow a whole camel. How's that possible? How are you able to choke on truth, but swallow a camel? Does that make any sense at all? Christ saying, that's how mixed up you are. That's how messed up you are. I came to give you truth. And the smallest form of truth you want to kill me over. The smallest form of truth you want to say, that's not truth. You're choking. It's causing you to flip and to go crazy. But if someone brought you lies, falsehood, you'll swallow it hook, line, and sinker. That's what he's saying. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. Mm. For ye make clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but within ye are full of extortion and excess. Thieves, 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 on top of thieves. Thou blind Pharisees, clean first that which is within the cup and platter, that the outside of them may be clean also. If your inside's clean, your outside's going to be clean, Christ saying. But they just take care of the outside because that's all people can see. People don't carry the Spirit of God, therefore they cannot discern. You can't tell if you're being duped or not. That's a problem. Woe unto you, scribe and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye are like unto whited sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones, <laughs> and of all uncleanness. Do you hear that? Full of dead men's bones. It's like today, with people. The, the house market is booming. It is absolutely booming. If, you, if you're selling a house, you're going you're gonna to be blessed. But most people, who are selling their house today, most of them, they want to make sure the outside looks good, but the inside is trash, completely trash, because they don't care at all. It's really, really bad. They want to appear beautiful outwardly, but within, full of dead men's bones and of all types of uncleanness. You know how bad that is to be a teacher? You know how bad that is to be unclean, full of dead men's bones? Sound like a pirate song, doesn't it? Even so, to close, ye outwardly appear righteous unto men. Ye outwardly appear righteous to men, but within ye are full of hypocrisy and iniquity. And that's a problem. False teachers. Don't listen to them. Because I guarantee if you listen to them, you might become one of them. <laughs> you might become one of them because they just might persuade you to think that you're called of God. <laughs> and you might become a false teacher yourself. Okay? Know your father. 
Know who he is. Know Christ. Know when you're listening to someone called of God. No red flags. Okay? If the plate's being passed more than once, it's a red flag. Period. It's a red flag. Okay? If if there's traditions of men involved which change the word of God, which make the word of God void, it's a red flag. If they only talk about themselves and what they have, it's a red flag. If the pastor never gives back, and some false teachers do, just to keep it smooth, okay? It's a red flag. If they don't teach what Christ would have them teach from the churches of Smyrna and Philadelphia from the book of Revelations, it's a red flag. If they don't teach the serpent seed, it's a red flag. If they don't teach the three earth ages, it's a red flag. If they teach rapture, it's a red flag. Know your father's voice and don't be deceived. Remember to stay in the grace of God because that's where he wants you. God bless you all. I love you all. All going praise to the father and the son. I take credit for nothing. In Jesus name, part two is coming. Amen. Were you moved by today's message? Download it now via our website for a donation of $10. Help us sow a seed of truth around the world. Donate any amount today. Thank you and God bless you.